Welcome to the podcast that was supposed to start at 8.30, but is starting at 8.41. 8.41. Casually late, dude. I was mowing a steak bomb sub as I was walking into my house. I I realized I was late. Uh, but you know what? You don't get to make but, a big but, deal but, about but, it. But, but you, so you realized you were late, but did you give your friend a heads up text message? Or did I text you at 8.31 saying you're late? Are you suggesting that I text and drive? If so, you're a horrible person. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, uh, take, I'll, t- I'll take that uh, feedback. I'll take that feedback. Now, my my question is, why are you late, sir? Why? I, why? Why? I, when we have this scheduled every week at eight thirty, are you late for this amazing podcast? Look, I had an appointment at six p.m. Six p.m. I went down old Commonwealth Chevrolet. I wanted to see what the new Chevy Trax was about. I drive I, it a Chevy Spark. If you haven't met somebody who drives a Chevy Spark, I need to get rid of it. I need to get out of there, right? I need to get a, a larger vehicle. So I went to see what this new Chevy Trax was all about. It's like an SUV, but it's not. It's like in this mini SUV category. So I was all about it. And, uh, dude, I, I pulled the trigger. I pulled the trigger and I got it. I didn't know that Bozo the Clown was going to spend like an hour and a half on paperwork, dude. I thought it was a much more streamlined process in 2023, but it wasn't. So to be clear, that that's a little bit more cleaned up. Um, the words he said to me when he first joined as I was waiting to hit the go live button were he he bought a big car. He bought a big <laughs> car. Not not the intelligent Joey that you just heard. It was I bought a big car. And hey. then it, then no no no. And then it was, Well, dude, why are you late? Well, man, I didn't know I was gonna buy a car. You went to the fucking car dealership. Were you gonna go there to watch a movie? No, I was gonna go see it live, live in action. All this bullshit. Oh, let me browse the inventory online. Fuck that shit. You go old school. You want to mingle with the greasy salesman. You want to hear his life story. You want him to pull his sales shenanigans about how lucky I am to be there with it. You want you want the whole experience, man. Call me old school. All right. Well, uh, congratulations on your big car. Um, I'm very excited you have a big car. It was a little. It was a little weird being. Um, for those who will never met us in person, I'm a rather large gentleman. I, I think I could eat Joey's current car, so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very, I'm very glad that you got a new car, dude. I only got it because I was living in the city and I had a tandem parking spot, dude. Never heard of that prior to having it. Every time you have to leave your parking spot, you need to move somebody else's car who's blocking you in, and it was this small ass spot that even a compact car would struggle to get into. So I had to buy either a Mini Cooper or a Chevy Spark, and I went with the Chevy Spark, man. All right. Uh, moving yeah, on. I think, I think, you know, this is, you know, it's already 845. Oh, man, this is going to be an interesting show. It's going to be an interesting show. Uh, uh, recaps are going to be quick. I yeah. think the fight breakdown is going to be quick. And I think the year-to-day stats, stats are going to be quick. Um, could be a quick show. Every time I say that, it ends up being like a two-hour show. So who knows? Right. Um, but let's just move in. Th- this is my recap because, oh, again, <laughs> I put these slides together at 826 thinking I was going to be late. Not that the co-host was going to join at 841. Um, All right. Easy, so, easy. So what I'll say here is uh, th- this was my thought process. One, I'm lazy. Uh, tennis, still going very well. Still very very well. Going well. Um, helping helping the hole that your boy has gotten into here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, UFC pay-per-view was not a fan. I... Did not win money, which always makes it hard to really like a pay-per-view. But I did That's not true. think the fights were that good, if I'm being honest. Good, good. As you know, I I missed it. I had an obligation. I missed the whole fucking thing. I watched the prelims, and when it came time to pull the trigger and actually order that $80 pay-per-view, I didn't do it. I said, fuck it. Why would I spend the money if I can't enjoy it and watch it? So I passed. 
And uh, apparently I didn't miss much, huh? No. And again, um, I think there's some question if Cejudo won the fight. I can see the argument. I personally watching it. I'm not a judge. I thought Sterling did win the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but after, you know, hearing the arguments and watching it, there's definitely an argument that Cejudo won. The Gilbert Burns fight was just a letdown. He got hurt early. He couldn't recover. But Bilal is not a dangerous human being. He didn't yeah. finish him. Yeah, he pieced him up, and he clearly won a unanimous decision fight. But he never put Gilbert Burns um, in trouble. Yeah. Um, the Kennedy fight was good. I'll give him that. He yeah, got that was basically that was he basically got knocked out, came back, and then got the win. Um, and then what was the other fight? The Diego Lopez versus the guy who was undefeated. I'm blanking on his fucking name right now. Oh, uh, the Russian guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Maskarov. What was his name? What? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, Lopez almost pulled that out, man. It, it was a very good fight. That was probably the best fight of the night, in my opinion. Um, Lopez came there to fight, and he he had him in some submissions where it was like, holy shit, this is going to be a massive upset. I think he was like a plus $800 dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Huge so It dog. was close. Yeah, it was and close. You said, you said uh, Dana gave him a performance bonus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was towards the end of the fight. He pulled him aside and said performance bonus after he lost the fight. I was like, I've never seen that before. So. No, when has that ever happened? But, dude, props, man. Props. He must have put on a show. Yeah. Um, as we talk about UFC – the $80 pay-per-view price is getting a little obnoxious. It's I'm not going to lie. Dude. It's um, Yeah, that was that was a tough that was a tough pill to swallow on fucking Saturday night. I went in to buy it and I was like, "Oh, oh, 79.99." Yeah. I'm looking at the card and I'm like, mm, that, it was it was questionable. It was a questionable no buy for me." I'm not I think lie. I think they're running into some schedule problems, man. I really do cuz some of these cards are super super thin. And, you know, if you compare it to the the days of old, right, with the UFC pay-per-views back in the day with Liddell and Ortiz and all that, they, like, they would stack these pay-per-views, man. They'd stack them. And you look at what's happening. If you have this many events, you can't guarantee that it's going to be that $80 worth. You really can't. Okay. And I don't know. I just feel like long-term, people will eventually not pay. People will eventually stop paying that. Long-term, I feel that would be the case, man. And we've said this for a very long time, right? I think they I, – I, I love that there's UFC every week. I'm not going to complain about that. That being said, I would much rather see the prelim card in a pay-per-view be the headline card on these fight nights and make the fight night main cards the prelim fights on a UFC pay-per-view. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. stack the UFC pay-per-view cards, make those the you can't miss, and make the fight nights, okay, you miss one, it's not that big a deal because you're basically seeing a bunch of prelim fights. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. Uh, last hope for Boston here. The Celtics uh, currently up. I think I saw 50 to 46 at halftime. Need okay. A win. Need a W tonight to continue uh, in Philly in hostile territory. I'm not confident. Not confident. Bro, uh, no, no. They're going to take this one, bro. They're going to mm, take this one. Maybe. Maybe. Not confident on them, though, long term. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Some concerns if they make it past the sixes for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I will say that uh, my future bet of Boston teams winning a championship, the Red Sox World Series actually looks the best out of all of them, which is a scary thought, (laughs) which is a very scary thought. (laughs) uh, Let's move into this fight night here. So here we who do we got? Who do we have in this? Oh, boy. Well, um, all right. You can tell that I'm not excited about this main event (laughs) at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is I mean, to, to the point I just made. You know you're struggling when Jarzinho is still somehow headlining cards. For fuck's sake, man. That's a bad spot to be in. Really is. Um, If you look at the card in its totality, 
there's a few fights that I'm interested in. I wouldn't say it's a garbage card. They actually, some of my, uh, I don't want to say favorite, but, you know, let's say some of my liked or most liked fighters are fighting on this card, man. Like, uh, all right, Johnny Walker, I, I would love for him to see get finished. That's just what I enjoy uh, about watching him fight is watching him get finished in comical fashion. I think uh, Anthony Smith, it's fun. The dude's been around, lion hot, bit of a legend in the sport. I'm looking forward to that fight. Ian Gary, is he worth the? Is he all the hype? I don't know. We'll see. I think he's got a hell of an opponent in front of him with Daniel Rodriguez, and some of the other some of the other fights I'm looking forward to. Some of them, not a great card, but not a horrible one, man. We've seen worse. So I agree with you, but now, now I am going to make it a horrible card for you. You, you ready for this? What? Eleven thirty a.m. prelim start time. 3 oh no! PM, Three p.m. main card start time. Oh ah. Fuck, why? Where is it? Uh, they're doing the ABC show. So they have, you know, I think it's like once every, what, two or three months they do the UFC on ABC. I think uh, to grasp yeah. a bigger audience, which yeah. I get. Um, mm. I will try to watch this on in the background. It's a Saturday in fucking May. I got yard work to do. I got shit to do. I cannot sit and watch this UFC fight card during the day like this. This is, this yeah. is not a pay-per-view. This isn't a London pay-per-view with an early start time that you can justify it. Like, I'm not fucking up a Saturday day to watch this. Can friend. you help me? Uh, can you help me understand how they think that the ratings will uh, be better with a start time like that, eleven in the morning and three p.m. for a main card? Can you talk me through that thinking? Because that doesn't make any fucking sense. I can't help you. The only thing I'm thinking is that they're going against NBA and NHL playoffs Saturday night. They don't want the competition, so they figure throw this on during the day. Um, I don't know if that's something to do with the, again, right? The monster that is ABC, ESPN, Disney. I don't know if ESPN doesn't want any competition right. for any, you know, playoff potentials or anything like that. Um, not a fan though, not no. a fan. And, and again, I'm not going to lie. I may have to like watch the highlights on this one or just be checking it on my phone. Cause I don't think I'm going to have time to sit down and watch this. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see how the day unfolds. Uh, I'm not feeling good about it though. I second that. All right. So let's just jump into it here. Let's jump right oh, into so it. So imagine it, imagine at 11 in the morning, you know, you've had your cereal and your coffee and you tune in just in time to see Jesse, Jess. Step foot in the octagon. What a fucking. She is not that girl. She is not. I'm sorry, Dana. Sorry, UFC. It didn't quite work out the way that you wanted it to work out with Jesse Jess. Oh, what a story she has. Used to be homeless and used to. I mean, look, all that stuff is actually quite admirable. Uh, however, <laughs> you know, I say it. Hey, the UFC is fantastic because the story don't mean shit, bro. You step into that octagon, you either have it or you don't. Jesse Jess does not have it. That's why she's 11 and 8. That's why she will retire after this loss at the not-so-ripe age of women's MMA of 35. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, JB. She's not getting it done. Uh, she's not. There's not much else to say. Uh, pretty sure she got her arm broken in her last fight, and I don't even know if she got surgery on it. I don't even uh, – she might have went with this, like, alternate – recovery man i i read that somewhere bro there's all kinds of flags on this girl probably a great person really great story not a great fighter she takes the l against the up-and-coming uh debuté in tenera lisboa uh that's all i gotta say about this one not betting it man not betting it i would love to fade her but you can't put money on this man yeah no um so I, help me so what is 
Jesse, why can I hear myself echo? You got, you got like no headphones on here or something, bro? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't have time to find my headphones, bro. I had to get sorry. Sorry. I'll back away from my, my speaker. Is that better? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. What am I going to do with you, man? Honestly, show up 11 minutes late. You don't got headphones. I just, sorry, I don't know. Bro. Sorry, bro. Sorry. Sorry. It's, it's, it's my bad. My, my headphones aren't charged either. Even if I found them, they'd be useless, bro. When, 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 what, when do we do the show every week? What time and what day? Uh, don't lecture me live on the air. Okay. Don't don't pull this bullshit, dude. You were about to talk about Jesse Jess, man. Stay focused. Okay, okay. Um, Jesse, oh, I can fucking hear myself. I hate you, Jesse Jess. Um, <laughs> what is so? I, I vaguely remember her big claim to fame was that she beat Paige Van Sant in her like third UFC fight, fourth mm-hmm. UFC fight, and people thought that was a big deal. Is she also like an OnlyFans girl or a guy's just like drooling over her? Like, what is her big claim to fame? Because she's got a pretty big following and I don't understand why. Well, guy, yeah, guys. So guys are drooling over her. That's for sure. That's confirmed. Um, I don't know if she's into the OnlyFans, like Instagram, sell your body kind of thing. I don't know if she does that. She could do that. Uh, I, I can't confirm if she does. I just what I know about her is they tried to push her, obviously, because she's cute. She's got a story. She had a rough kind of past and all that. She all of a sudden beats Paige Van Zandt, which, you know, the UFC was trying to do with her. So I feel like she was prime to be the next, you know, poster woman of the UFC. And uh, just like Paige Van Zandt, man, you either got it or you don't. And she doesn't. All right, yeah, I think it's just guys drooling over. I'm on our Instagram page right now. It's it's not. It's it's honestly like she's a fighter. She's a fighter first, so I will give her props there. All right, um, good. But yeah, nothing for me on this fight. I do maybe retirement fight, but I just think they she might get cut after this. I don't even know if she'll retire. She might just get cut. I should get cut. I don't think there is a retirement there. I think they'll just boot her and say, you know, good luck in PFL or whatever. All right, what do you get on this next one here, sir? Oh, we got Gabe Green and Brian Battle. This is going to be a good fight. This is actually one of the fights I'm looking forward to, man. So Gabe Green, last time he fought. Oh, that's actually funny. Jesse Jess and Gabe Green, last time they fought, it was on the same card. And I was out there in Vegas for International Fight Week watching it, bro. And I'll tell you, Gabe Green, he put up a fight against Ian Gary. Clearly lost, but he didn't look horrible. I think Gabe Green's, he's good. And I don't think Battle's fought a guy as good as Gabe Green. I don't. Well, I mean, Battle got trashed his last time out. But this is going to be interesting. Um, I really want to take the dog spot in Battle. I really do, just because I, I like Battle. He's, he's got, I mean, nice reach, moves well, good striker, um, still super young, super motivated. He's willing to take on challenges. I like I, 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 I like watching this guy rise. Um, again, he got destroyed his last fight. But... Um, Look, Gabe Green's good. It's not that good. So I think it's going to be a good test for Brian Battle. Uh, you know, I, I would I would be looking at Battle here, but do you try and juice it up and take Battle by decision if you lean in the dog spot? I don't know. Perhaps. Uh, Gabe Green, he has been knocked out twice, and Battle's a decent striker. Could it happen? Maybe. I'm thinking I just want to watch this, though. I was on Battle early, and I was saying, hey, you're going to take that dog spot? going to take him? I believe in him. But I don't know, man. The more I think about it, uh, I just gotta leave it alone. I think pick is pick is going to be battle. Gonna be rooting for that dog, but I can't bet it. All right, I'm opposite here. I'm Gabe Green. Um, yeah. What do you think? Uh, it's just more so uh, strength of schedule here. Uh, Gabe yeah. Green has fought a lot of good people. His losses, uh, like you said, Ian Gary, Daniel Rodriguez, Jalen Turner, and Bellator in 2017. 
Wow, that's okay. a fun fact. So, you know, you look at his losses, those are to legit people. Mm-hmm. Brian Battle, not so much. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. And he also hasn't beat anyone big, in my opinion. You look at his UFC fights, he's an ultimate fighter season guy, as from what I can tell. Um, his wins, again, you know, Trey Sean Gore. Need to talk more about that. Like, no. Again, his his wins are he won the fights he should have won, and I don't think he's been tested. He's a live dog here. I will agree with that. He is a hundred percent a live dog here. Yeah. But I think when you're in a hole like I am, you can't be saying, "Well, let's just go with the live dogs." Gabe Green, <laughs> Gabe Green. I'm not even that confident. He's just a parlay piece. When you're looking at you know juicing some things up, I'm not betting one point three on Gabe Green to win right. a unit. I'm putting him in a parlay to get even or plus money. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Battle's young and up and coming, so let's see what he's made of that fight. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I got nothing to say about this fight here. Uh, about Ji Young Kim versus Mandy Baum. What can he say about Ji Young Kim? Uh, she lost to Antonina Shevchenko, therefore disqualified for me ever betting on her ever. Um, this is this is this is bullshit, man. I'm gonna. I don't know. This will probably be what twelve noon. I'll make myself a sandwich or something like that. I don't know. Not betting it. Don't care about it. Um, I agree. It's probably a not bet, non bet for me here. The, the only couple issues I have here is one: I think both these girls have had like literally all their fights canceled. Like I feel like they've been trying to fight for like since 2020, and they probably should have had like literally 10 fights, and like five of them have gotten canceled. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know why. I don't know if it was injuries and all that. Um. Only thing I will say, and I have nothing to support this, was the UFC trying to push Mandy Bohm? Like, I know that name, and there's no reason, and I know she's known as the monster. I know she's known as basically the German monster. <laughs> I, I don't know I don't how know. I would know that. So <laughs> there's got to be some sort of UFC push here, unless I just, I don't know. Either, maybe I'm just making that up. I have no idea. No idea. I, I, I can't prove you wrong, so therefore you are true. That is correct. Yeah. Yes, but I agree. No bet. No bet. <laughs> All right. So next up, we got Natan. I believe it's Nathan Levy versus Pete Rodriguez. Um, hmm. I could say if, if you're if Rod- you're if, if you're trying to say that I made a spelling error there, it is actually Natan. Natan. But uh, if you notice on the slide, I did I did miss the Z in Pete Rodriguez. Oh, holy shit! That's how you actually spell it. Shit. Yes. yes. Does he pronounce that Nathan? I, I'm not him, so I don't know. I don't think he does. No? I think I fucked it up. Either way, yeah. um, I think on this one, JB, Pete Rodriguez is interesting. And when you make your debut against Jack Della Maddalena, that's tough. That's tough, bro. But you know what? He came back and he knocked the fuck out of Mike Jackson. So I want to say that Pete Rodriguez might have found himself some momentum here. All right. And his professional career is only KO was against Jack. All right. It's respectable. The guy is knocking dudes out, all right? I I know he was in the minor leagues. He's only been in the UFC for a couple fights. But this guy knocks people out. He's a young buck, 26 years old, right? Now, when you look at Levy, oh, he doesn't knock anyone out, right? He literally has zero knockouts. Um, however, you know, he, he's dangerous, and he's got some subs under his belt. As far as fighting in the UFC, he's got a little more experience. Came off the contender series, and he's got a couple fights. I just feel... I don't know. I feel it in my plums, JP. <laughs> Pete Rodriguez at plus 205 is going to be worth a stab. I don't have much rationale to back it up. I don't have uh, a detailed take here. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't be surprised. 
when Pete Rodriguez catches the chin and puts it lights out. Um, this is going to be a totally, if I pull the trigger on this, I'm going to be hammered, which means in the middle of the day, 1 p.m., I'm going to be hammered, and that's probably not good for anyone. But I got a feeling it's going to be Rodriguez, man. I think he's going to basically create some momentum here, make a little run for himself in the UFC. That's what I feel. Uh, don't hate it. Uh, my logic is this. You even say, fuck the plus 205. You take Pete Rodriguez by KO at plus 380. The only way Pete Rodriguez wins this fight is by KO. I mm-hmm. think the longer the fight goes on, if it goes to the ground, you're going to lose anyway. So like take that. a stab. Plus 380. Um, Natan, Nathan, Natan, however he says his name, has not fought anyone. So no, he's right. never been knocked out, but he's never been put in trouble before. Um, so again, I think you say Pete Rodriguez plus 380 by KO. Yeah, boom. I love it. I love it. All right, next up, we got Cody Stamen, my favorite wrestler, versus Douglas uh, Silva DeAndre. Uh, you know, I I think Cody Stamen is coming back. I think my man is making a legitimate comeback. I think he, he just wasn't ready. He wasn't ready when uh, the UFC tried to push him and when he made his run, which is – you know, the dude's a vet, man. He's been fighting for quite some time, and he's not even that old at 33, you know? So this dude is – he's been in the octagon quite a bit. Uh, yeah, he had a pretty bad skid, but he's fought some names, dude. He's fought some names. And uh, I think the dude's an incredible athlete, really do, um, as is Douglas. But at 37, um, no, nah, I think, I think uh, you can't go against – uh, a guy that that that's that much younger than you. I think he's more athletic in Cody Stamen. Does he have the power, Cody, that Douglas does? Probably not. But I think Cody Stamen's going to take this one, man. I think he does it by decision. Uh, these guys are kind of built similarly, 5'6 and 5'7, just kind of little muscle balls. But, hey, I'm on the Cody Stamen train, and I think after he beats Douglas, he's getting back in the rankings. He's making a little noise, man. He's going to make a little noise. It's my prediction. So Cody Stamen, juice it up by decision if you must, or just don't get cute with it and say, you know what, minus 155 is about right for me. I'm going to find a way to squeeze, squeeze Cody into a parlay. That's what I'm going to do. What do you think? Uh, I agree with everything you said, so I'm not even, you know, even going to try to <laughs> say anything else. Uh, Cody is not a straight-up play for me. I'm not as confident as you, but he is a strong parlay piece. So, yeah. again, I'm already saying Cody and Gabe Green parlay um, is already part of my play for Saturday. Love it. Hang on, I gotta, I gotta switch my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I can hear myself. You are the Ooh, worst co-host on the face of the earth. Speaking of parlays, Chase Sherman, what a better parlay piece could you? No, no, come on, come on, Chase Sherman. What is, what is Chase Sherman? How is he? How is he still fighting in the UFC? That's actually a valid question. How is he still fighting? We got one, two, three, four. Lost five of his last six. Um, you know, I, I just. I just don't know at what point do you hang it up or get cut? At what point? Six out of seven? Like, uh, and he's going to lose. Chase Sherman is going to lose this fight. You have, I mean, Carl is up and coming. He's up and coming. I know he's not that young at 33, but I'm telling you, man, he's he's going to be in the UFC, and he's going to make a run, Kyle Williams. I think he will. I just think, um, yeah, this this. it's an odd comparison to even make with the two of these guys. Chase Sherman is not impressive. Anywhere, really. Um, you know, I guess if you look at the the record at 16 and 11, okay, red flag there. You look at his, okay, he's got 15 knockouts. All right, 15 KOs. 
You mean all but one of his wins have come by knockout? But he's not knocking anyone out, bro. You have to dig pretty deep to get a consistent string of knockouts. You know, back to 2019, a couple, 2017, some more. Uh, I don't know anybody who's high on Chase Sherman. I know a lot of people who are high on Kyle Williams. I'm one of them. Minus 410, obviously too steep. Obviously. So why don't we cook up a nice little parlay here, right? Little Carl Williams, Cody Stamen. I like the way this is brewing. I just gotta finish. I gotta finish. I gotta find the third leg, man. But, but yeah, you want Chase Sherman? Uh, so this is a no bet for me, other than a sprinkle. A sprinkle. Oh, oh yeah, you're gonna a, sprinkle Chase Sherman. A, a little sprinkle here. And oh, here's God. here's what I'm gonna do. Okay, you ready? You ready for this? I don't know if I am, to be honest. You're not. Go. I'm not ready for this. I gotta Go. Find the odds here. So uh, hang on, hang on. Oh fuck! Where is Joe? Okay. Uh Chase Sherman, round three KO plus thirty five hundred. Sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle. You know why? Do you know why? Because it hit for me the last time. Because it hit for me the last time. Oh God! Well, yeah. Look, a sprinkle. I I can't hate that, bro. Can't hate that. Gotta love some sprinkle pieces. Gotta love some sprinkle pieces. But no, I think Chase Sherman gets absolutely fucking wrecked here. My only point is if Carl goes after him because he is like this guy is out of my league. Chase Sherman does kind of have a chin. So if he Carl Williams burns himself out and then you got just two big boys swinging around three at that point, anything can happen. I think Carl puts him away early, though. I think Carl probably puts him away in round one or two. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, if it goes round three, it's going to be a sloppy ass fight, bro. If it goes round three. Chase Sherman has a shot. <laughs> All right. So up next, we got Matt Brown. Jesus Christ. At 42 years of age. Going against Court McGee, who is uh, 38, you know, so the old men strapping it up, going at it. Uh, I like Matt Brown in the dog spot, man. I do. I like Matt Brown. Um, I don't know. I These guys, when you look at the records, it's like, oh, man, like there's a lot of losses mixed into like the last five and ten fights. So it's. I don't know. At this point, it's like who, who's got that? Who's got just a little shred of that dog left in him? Who is it? And I'm gonna go with the immortal Matt Brown only because, eh, just not a Court McGee believer, right? I'm just I'm just not a believer. Now I'm not betting this at all. If anything, I'll just watch it to see what it's like for two guys, you know, uh, of this age to just beat beat each other up. It's kind of a rare thing, isn't it, to see a 42 year old just like going to war. You know, so I hope it happens. Hope it's entertaining, but I'm not betting on this. Yeah, I agree uh, completely with you. I'm going to stay away from this fight. That being said, you know, looking at the rankings, Court McGee is the 49th number Walter weight in the world. Uh, okay. Matt Brown is number 50. All right. So this should be minus 110, minus 110. So you're getting plus money on Matt Brown. It's worth a shot. If you want to bet it, I don't. So I'm going to be pass for me. Yeah. Wise, wise. This. Look at us flying through stuff tonight. Look yeah, I like it. Oh, where's the ticker? Where's my ticker? Calm down. Calm down, Whoa. sir. All right, so we're on the main card. And I'll tell you what. Tim Means coming in as the dog, plus 185. My boy, Alex Morono at minus 215 as the favorite. I like Alex Morono a lot. In general, as a fighter, I like the way he fights. He's a super, super high fight IQ, man. I I like him, man. I like him. And I know he got knocked out by Santiago Ponzinibbio last time. I it hurt me a bit, hurt me a bit. I didn't see it coming there in the third round, but um, look, Santiago is a he's a he's a hell of a fighter. He's he he has been for a long time. Alex Morono is not elite, but man, he's been on a nice little tear, cruising through kind of the middle of the pack, guys. Uh, speaking of middle of the pack, Tim Means, 
That's what he is. Come on, he's nothing more than that. I mean, uh, therefore, Barona's going to run through him. I don't uh, – Dirty Bird has never really done it for me. Never really done it for me. He's, he's, he's weird, man. He's just weird watching him fight. And, uh, yeah, not impressed with the resume, not impressed with the wins. And uh, at 39 years old, guess what? I'm not impressed with that especially, all right? Give me Morono, and I think we're looking at a parlay piece here. Morono, Stamen. We'll see if Carl makes the cut. But I think Morono and Stamen, maybe I'm just going to wait a little longer to find that third leg, man. But I don't know. What do you think? Okay. Um, my pick is also Morono, but I'm I'm – very concerned to the point I might not bet it, and here's why. Really? Um, this fight is at welterweight. Now, if I remember correctly, wasn't Alex a middleweight? Is he changing weight classes to make this fight? I know Tim Means is a welterweight. Um, well, that's 185 to 170, right? That's a 15 pound difference. No, uh, yeah, but so so Means is moving up. No. Morono's moving down? It's the fight is at welterweight. Oh, so Morono's cutting. Yeah, and All a right. cut like that makes me a little nervous. No? Um, Depends, bro. Depends. Can we look at him on the scale? Can we look at him? Does it look super drained? Um, I don't know, man. You could look at it both ways. A guy that is naturally heavier, if he has a healthy cut, Right, that could be a significant size advantage in the octagon when they step in, you know. Or it could be a horrible cut. There's really no way to tell until you can see the guy, you know. So again, right, not going to bet this until I can watch the weigh-ins. Now, when are the weigh-ins? Tomorrow at fucking like oh, nine a.m. Like, what the yeah. fuck is that going to be? But <laughs> anyway, um, right, good point. Good point. And then the reach advantage here. You got a six-two Tim Means against a five-eleven Alex Morano. 75 inch reach versus 72 on the uh the arms and then 43 and a half versus 39 in the legs. That yeah. is sizable. That is sizable. So I mean it's 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 significant. It's not it's not huge. At minus two twenty-five though, those two things that I just told you. So you're gonna lay two point two five units to win one unit for someone who has to cut weight, not saying he can't, not saying it's gonna be difficult, but he has to, not fighting his natural weight class and has that that reach disadvantage. I yeah, think he still I, wins. I, I think he's my pick, but I don't know if I can bet it for those reasons. Right. Yeah, sure. I get it. I understand. Yeah, I'm going to assume that it's not a brutal weight cut. And if I look at the both of them as fighters, I say Morono all day, even with the reach advantage for, for means. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now you got me nervous about this cut, you son of a bitch. Fuck it. I'm going Morono. Morono all in. Double down. Love it. Love it. Again, uh, more power to you. He is who will win the fight. I just have general concerns. And you are not in the hole I am, my friend. So yeah, that's that's true. I like this this new conservative version of you, man. It's wild. Just just when we say the word conservative, just make sure people know that's what I mean about my betting and not my views on life. Yeah, I don't, well, I, I don't, I don't want right. things to be confused here. <laughs> anyway, minus four ten. Carlos Ulberg, fun to watch uh, versus Ehud Potera. I like Ulberg, man. I like him. He's been fun to watch his last few times out, man. He's last few times out, last couple times, first round knockouts, super exciting. Is he the real deal? Um, I don't know. Obviously, if you can knock a couple people out in the first round, that's great. You get some hype behind you. City kickboxing, by default, you have some hype behind you because of the gym. Um, but the dude's built, man. He's he's built like a like a dangerous motherfucker, you know? 
so at minus 410, that is a bit steep, to be honest. Um, so obviously, money line is out of the question. Um, so do you bet him in a parlay? I don't know. So you look at his opponent, Ukraine. Um, do you bet against Ukraine? Yeah. Uh, you can. You absolutely yeah, can. Yeah. I think you can. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to. You know, um, I don't know much about uh, Potera. I, I really don't. Um, yeah, if you look at the resume, okay. Mauricio Rua, fine. He won. Uh, I just, I for me, okay, it's a guy that hasn't really fought in the UFC. And uh, I just don't. I'm not going to bet against Carlos Ulberg until he proves that he's not that guy. And I think he is that guy. So, fuck it. Third leg, Carlos Ulberg, Cody Stamen, and Morono. Book it. I like it. I like it. I might tell you on that uh, for a very small play for me. I, I love Carlos here. Um, yeah. I think he's the real deal, all that. I can't remember if it was punch list. I'm going to give them credit. I don't know if it was another podcast I listened to or not, but they did make a good comparison here. Carlos Ulberg is going to be this week's Chaos Williams. Where you find, you feel so confident going into <laughs> it. You feel so confident. And then you get a little scared. Yeah. Then you get a little scared. You take the finish because you're like, this is such a mismatch and it's going to be fine. And then you're lucky to get out with a money line win at yeah. minus 410, minus 300. Um, I hope not, dude. I hope not. I hope not either. I'm still big on Carlos. I am surprised at his age. I did not know he was 32. I thought he was a lot younger than that. So yeah. if he's going to make a run, he can't lose. That, that's all it is. He's got to keep winning. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it. I'm nervous what you just said about the last week's Chaos Williams. But uh, anyway, moving on. Here we go. Here we go. Plus 250. Dog and D-Rod. Danny Rodriguez going against Ian. Now Machado Gary. No longer Ian Gary. It's Ian Machado Gary. Uh, significant favorite at minus 300. Why? Well, it's the next Conor McGregor, right? Listening to this guy on the microphone is cringe and i understand okay you got the irish thing going on you grew up watching connor you feel like you have to be that guy the showsman the guy who uh you know has all the lines and the mc give him the mic and he'll entertain oh man he does he should not do that he shouldn't he's probably a really nice guy you know he probably is but to see him like talk shit and talk smack and try and do the Connor thing is so fucking cringe, man. And for that reason, I can't wait until he loses. Now, is this the fight to fade him on? You got D Rod, Daniel Rodriguez had a major, major streak going. Uh, well, four four fight win streak is significant. Maybe not major, but um, he's a good fighter, man. He's a good fighter. If you beat Kevin Lee. Right, you beat uh, Li Jing Liang, you beat Mike Perry. Um, you know, the, these aren't crap fighters, right? They're good. Who is Ian Gary been fighting? For the most part, I don't want to say crap fighters, but, you know, not he hasn't fought a guy like D-Rod, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe I got too much respect for D-Rod, but I think the dude's a legit fighter. Um, my only concern here is speed. In technique, that's that's my concern here. Ian Gary's only 25 years old. I would imagine his movement, his feints, his strikes—they're just going to be much crisper. He's going to be much faster. Ian Gary, I don't see—I uh, don't know. The only way I see D Rod winning this is if he just uh, oh, turns this into a fucking fight, man. Like an L.A. 
street fight, bro. Makes it rough. Makes it dirty. Fucking. If he doesn't do that, what is D-Rod going to do? Outclass him? Like, I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm really torn on this. I really am. Something tells me Gary by decision all day. That's what my brain tells me. But man, my heart wants D-Rod to knock him the fuck out. So I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to sleep on this, JB. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but at plus 250, uh, like I said, is D-Rock going to get the decision? I don't know. I could see him knocking him out, and I hope he knocks him out. Therefore, I might look to even juice that up and get cute. I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn. What do you think? Uh, I'm big on D-Rod. He is my play of this night. Oh, Um, yeah. Love it. Multiple factors. I think he is that good. I think he is undervalued here. And I think Gary is super overrated. Yes, yes, they want him to be the next Conor McGregor. He is sure. not the next Conor McGregor. Um, I believe it was the Johns Jones fight because I believe we were at Encore, the sports book. He almost lost that fight. Mm-hmm. He almost lost that flight. He got clipped a couple times. Yes, he yeah. ended up finishing the guy. Now, do you know who that individual was he almost lost to? Uh, it was a kid on song. Okay, so you're better than me because I don't know who that was. And that's my point. I know who D-Rod is, though. I yeah, damn yeah, well know who yeah. D-Rod is. So yeah. yeah, I'm very confident Daniel Rodriguez. I'm not confident on a finish. I'm confident he's going to win. So okay. he is probably my, I'm going to play him straight up because he's at plus 250 and he's going to be a parlay piece. Okay. I get nervous if it goes to the judges, man. I really do in this situation with the UFC and, and Gary, you know, but I love your confidence. It's made me feel much better. Uh, let's ride. Let's ride with D-Rod, man. All right, let's do it. Oh, I, I am excited for this one. Not going to lie. I'm looking forward to this uh, more than any other fight on the card. We got a pick and Anthony Lionheart Smith versus <laughs> Johnny fucking Walker. He doesn't have a nickname, Johnny Walker, does he? No. Uh, he doesn't. I guess he doesn't need one. Johnny Walker is entertaining enough. He, he I don't know. I, I, I can't I, I can't believe in Johnny Walker. I know he's strung a couple wins together, but against Ian Kudalaba, he's not a strong fighter. And Paul Craig, uh I don't want to talk bad about your boy, but Paul Craig's gotta he's gotta he's gotta either learn to strike or he's got I look I anyway, anyway. Um I think Anthony Smith gets a lot of shit. I do. Um I'm not I'm not somebody to give him a lot of shit, man. I'm not. The guy is a true veteran of the game. He really is. And he's not hes not that old, 34 years old. There's still some tread left on the tires, man. I think, um, you know, he, he went for a bit of a run. Um, you know, I think you know the soundbite when you fuck Glover to share. Glover's beating the shit out of him. It's just business time today, man. <laughs> it, was, it was a horrible moment to watch, but... Since let's say those those title dreams went to shit, they wanted a nice little three fight win streak. You know, Devin Clark, Jimmy Crute, even though that was the leg incident, I believe, and then Ryan Spann. Ryan Spann certainly went on a run himself. So I like the skill set of Anthony Smith, and I'll tell you what I like, and the reason that I'm uh, I'm going to take him straight up. The fight IQ in this fight are, are worlds apart, worlds apart. And uh, if you're betting on Johnny Walker, I think you're just betting that he's going to catch somebody with a flying spinning uh, or, you know, what Johnny does. The second somebody shoots, he just like throws those elbows from hell like there's no I, I, Johnny Walker. I've never seen it. I love watching him fail. Um, 
it's a it's a prospect, a busted prospect. I think that's a fact at this point. And I think when you throw Johnny Walker into the octagon with a true vet of the sport and the game and the UFC and Lionheart Smith, I think Johnny Walker is going to pay the price. He's going to get outclassed. He's going to get outsmarted. He's going to – I think he's going to look silly in this, to be honest. I, I'm surprised with the odds, but, hey, give me Lionheart Smith. A couple of units straight up. Don't get cute with it. Yeah, I'm not as confident on Anthony Smith, but again, he is my pick here, and he's a parlay piece, not straight up for me, but he is he is a strong parlay piece for me. Uh, he's a little disrespected here for this being an even pick him in my opinion. Oh, I totally agree. I told I think I think he's more than a little disrespected, man. I really do. Yep. yep. All right, you you start here, and I'll, I'll get warmed up. <laughs> I don't why I don't I I don't think it should be allowed. First of all, if you have a headline fight on a card for one of the fighters to be plus 400. I don't. I think they should probably implement the rule and say that it it can only be so big of a discrepancy. The headlining fight on the card, you should be promoting that. You should be selling that. It's not possible. It's not possible with odds like this. It's not possible with a fight like this. You know what I mean? And I think this is where the UFC, they have to feel bad about this. They should. Um, what is it to say? Almeida looks damn good, man. Almeida looks damn good. Um, you know, who's, who's going to stop Almeida? The only concern is, yeah, he, he is very light for the weight class, right? He's extremely light. Now that, that lightness gives him speed and the guy's built like a, a fucking brick shithouse. So for me, it's like, all right, let's see Jalton Almeida. I'm looking past this fight, JB. I'm looking way past this because Rosenstrike sucks. He's okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, his okay. his output okay. is nothing. His vo- his volume is dismal. His uh, yeah, he's got power. I agree. So I don't know if he connects with one of the three punches he throws uh, in each round. Maybe you're in trouble. But I just I just you know watching him fight is just brutal. And I think Almeida watching him fight is extremely exciting. Um, complete opposite of Rosenstrike. The dude has supreme offense and he's going to get Rosenstrike out of there. He is going to get Rosenstrike out of there. And you know, from a betting standpoint, there's nothing to do with this fight. Uh, the line is just that ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, can't bet it. Probably could barely watch it, but since I like watching Rosenstrike lose, I'll, I'll be, I'll be tuning in around what 3 PM or whatever this fight is. Wow. What a horrible way to end the card, man. Okay. Uh, Rosenstrike's going to win the fight. Oh, oh well, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Tell me tell me more, please. How how is that gonna happen? Um, because he's better. So um one, the parlay piece for me here, and it's the lotto ticket parlay. Take D Rod and Rosenstrick parlay together. Get a nice little juiced up parlay. Okay. We're gonna do that. Uh yeah, okay. okay. I mean look, if yeah, I I, I do like uh, yeah, all right. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Now how is uh, how is Strike winning this fight? So Biggie Boy, as his nickname would say, um, is 13 and four. Okay. Um, his four losses Volk, Curtis Blades, Sorel Gone, and Francis Nagano. Okay. Okay. Any, anyone on that card that is not good that he lost to? Uh, okay. Well, he lost to Alistair Overeem as well. Uh, but the ref decided to stop the fights when his lip kind of separated from his face. Uh, Alistair Overeem dominated him that fight, and that was a bullshit stoppage. Okay, but his record only has four losses. Correct? Yeah. All right. So you could look at the other side of that coin, which is, oh, he beat Augusto Sakai. Oh, fair. fair. He beat Chris Dawkins, your boy. 
<laughs> oh, <don't>, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, I'm not impressed with the resume. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but I, I am impressed with his losses. He Sorrell gone, unanimous decision. Curtis Blade, unanimous decision. Those are two people that are finishing people. A lot of other people who probably aren't as good as a Rosenstruck, right? So, like, I'm he's a live dog here and at plus 400 on a bullshit fight night. Almeida has beaten nobody. Shamil, cool. Parker Porter, awesome. Who on this resume is like, oh my god, I can't believe he's the real deal and he beat this guy. Nah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think. I, I mean, I see what you're doing, but the way in which Almeida fights and finishes every one of his opponents, every one of his opponents, eighteen wins, eighteen finishes. He's a different, he's a different breed, bro. He's a different breed. And again, okay. Uh, soft spot in my heart for Biggie Boy here. He is he is a boy. Okay, he's one of my boys here. Um, so I'm gonna bet him. I just like one. It's bullshit that this is like if this is actually what it should be. And again, I think this I think this line is too wide. But say there are a lot smarter people in the world than me, which there are in Vegas, and this mm-hmm. line is correct. To your point, this is a disgusting main event. I don't give a fuck if they put it on at one a.m. This should not have the fucking main event. I, I agree. So wait. Stupid. So to be clear, I do. I mean, it's uh, that parlay is interesting with D Rod and uh, Biggie Boy. But if you're so high on Biggie Boy, then you got to take him straight up in this situation by KO or a little sprinkle money line. Well, like you have to, you have so to. By, by KO is plus four fifty. So oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to do that, right? They're saying the only way he's going to win is by KO. Correct. What happens if Almeida does a Gilbert Burns and throws out his shoulder, and Rosenstrick is just too tired to do anything besides, <laughs> you know, jab him for the next four rounds? Okay. So yeah. no, I'll take my plus four hundred. Depending on how the night goes, it may be a straight play. I'm not going to say, oh, I'm down money. Here comes Biggie Boy to save my night. Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. But he's a parlay piece, and he is a, oh, I hit a D-Rod bet. Oh, the earlier parlay hit. Yeah, let's let's do a little sprinkle straight up on my bear, Biggie Boy. All right, I dig. I dig. I dig it, JB. I dig it. All right. So that's Uh, the card. Yeah, and I'm very depressed about that start time. Very depressed about that start <laughs> yeah, time. I didn't know that, man. All right, so um, oh, still big wh- hole. Still how? Big oh, hole. Wait, how did it get worse? Oh no, no, that's the year to date. Year to date. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Settle down. Settle okay, down. okay, okay. No, 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 you're climbing. You're climbing. You're climbing. I'm reading it now. Okay, I'm okay. Climbing. I'm climbing. I'm climbing. Okay. Hey, you want to getting... specify where those 15 units have come from in May? Uh tennis, sir. <laughs> And uh, to show yeah, that I'm a full degen, that 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 number is probably closer to thirty. But I, I I just suck at UFC betting apparently. So um, <laughs> tennis is gonna save your boy here. Tennis, uh, unreal, dude. Text messages, I believe, just this week. Aha, just uh, another. I forget even how many units. So oh, just one. There's many units in tennis. Five units here, five units there. Like at, at twelve noon. It's like yeah. my god. My God, what have you become? A lot of things, man. A lot of things. Um, You're doing your, you know, you're you're that guy hanging around, hanging around. Just (laughs) hey, hold on. Year to to date, hey, seven units. I'm making my moves. Year to date last year was up a unit, down a unit, up a unit, down a unit. I'll take seven at this point. I'll tell you, um, I think I'm done betting on hockey. I'll tell (laughs) you that. I think I'm done betting on hockey. I've told you this before. It's not fun. There are very little props. Uh, playoff hockey, especially. I'm done. But, you know, NBA, 
NBA. I always sucked. I was never a good player. Never really watched it. But I'll tell you what, man. Those NBA same game parlays, I'm all I'm all here for it. I'm all here for it, bro. So uh, I'm going to ride out the NBA playoffs. All right. Break the 10-unit mark. And now is when all the possibilities will open up. All right. So it's just my strategy. It's a little glimpse into my strategy. I like it. I like it. It's positive. Um, did you, like, start going down a rabbit hole with the Celtics the other night? Uh, what rabbit hole? What do you mean? So I don't know if it was like a delayed reaction, but all of a sudden it was like you took like a, a Tatum points thing and then you took a Celtics bet and then you took like a Celtics like they were live. So you took them like an alternate line total. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, that's my thing. That's my thing. Bro. That's your thing? Bro, that's your bro. thing? <laughs> alternate line totals with about five minutes left or two, you know, three minutes left, right? If you watch the whole game, you can tell. All right. Are they super sloppy? Who's hot? Who's tossing up bricks? You can guesstimate. With five minutes left, three minutes left, all right, whatever uh, the over-under is at, if they've been super sloppy, go with the under. If uh, folks are heating up or, you know, you want to roll the dice, take, take the over, take the over. Both of my bets, live bets with five minutes left, have been on the under. And I, I tell you, man. I, I'm a big fan of that live bet with five minutes left because at that point you can make an informed decision based on all of these data points collected since the f- first tip off. I tell you, man, I love it. Sound like a fucking nerd when you say that, but I'll take it. I'll take I'm it. Just, hey, hey, hey. If, if, if I was losing these bets, I would have nothing to say to you right now. <laughs> but because I've won them, I got to create, you know, just some bullshit. I just got to spew some bullshit, which is how I feel. Ironically. I like it. I like it. All right, tomorrow night, CES 73 in Beverly, Massachusetts. Yes, sir. At the, uh, where, where are we going? It's in Beverly? Where the fuck? Uh, it's in North Shore Music Theater. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, I think Joe, uh, who, who's it? Joe Lozan? And Joe Lozan will be there. I think he's announcing it. Yeah, I think Charles Rosa is as well. I think Charles Rosa was there. I saw him. Is he okay? So he's going to be announcing too. That's cool. Yes, yes. We have 11 MMA bouts in one grappling bout. Um, oh. William Knight, UFC fighter. William Knight is facing Domingos Barros. Barros? Barros? I don't know. I don't know. Did um, you see the scuffle they got into? I did. Very excited. They do not like each other. Love they it. Do not like each other. Um, Love William Knight it. probably should finish him, but Domingos is seven and one. Got some power, and I believe he's from Fall River, Massachusetts. So he will have the uh, oh yeah, the hometown flair. I do believe William Knight is from Connecticut, so not necessarily. He is. That's correct. Yeah. 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 Um. You know, we're big local MMA guys. There's only one other person that's guard I want to give a shout out to. Uh, Travis Demko. Um, oh, yeah. 3 0 fighting Sean Johnson. I think Travis Demko is going to win that fight. I think he's going to win it easily. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the guy, I think I told you, I think he had the Permian Panther crew when we were waiting for beers at Combat FC. He was sm- like, had a cigar in his mouth. He's just, he's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. We have seen him fight before at CES, believe it or not. I had to go back. Uh, sorry, Travis. I did not remember seeing you fight that time, but he was at CES, CES fight. We went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. We were getting beers, man. We were waiting in line for like an hour for beers, and we missed his entire fight. Yeah, yeah. So he's fighting uh, tomorrow night. Very excited to see him fight. And then he is booked to fight at Combat FC in June 16th as well. So fast turnaround for him. Okay. Fast turnaround for him. Okay, um, okay. But I like the move. I like the move. You know, you want to make a name for yourself, you got to get out there. You can't sit on the bench. Exactly, it. exactly. It's a good strategy. Um, so Blink-182 Combat FC, JB Solo shows there. So if anyone <laughs> wants to be my friend and hang out with me, I have tickets. Um, you know, it'll be a good time. It'll be time. You know, I think, 
you know, we know Joe Joey's loyalty factor here and all that. So he's probably going to hang out with another podcaster. In Bullshit, you know. dude. Bullshit. I would love I would love to join you, man. But I'd, I'd rather watch you suffer alone. <laughs> Um, but the big news is, again, one of the highlights of the pay-per-view was they casually announced UFC 292, Boston Garden, August 19th. Pay-per-view oh. in Boston. Is this official? So it's official enough that it's on the Tapology page. It's official enough that Dana has said, basically, yeah, Boston. Boston's a possibility for that fight. So he is okay. not committed to the date. He is not committed to the um, the 292. But John Anik said it on the broadcast, which means it's 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 real. Oh, it's, oh, it's real. Um, man. I also know why it's real because I emailed my representative of the guard, and they're like, "Yeah, we heard about this. We just don't have the detail on the tickets yet." So it, the UFC is coming to the TD Garden. I believe it is 292. I believe it is on the 19th. I just don't think it has been officially announced yet. Oh, um, time to make moves, bro. Time to make moves. I think we were both hoping, and I think there still is a potential here, right? We were hoping that was going to be the Conor McGregor, Michael Chandler fight. Well, it's not over till it's over. Look, we know it's going to happen over the summer. There's mm-hmm. still a shot. Things get shifted around all the fucking time, but yep. it doesn't look to be the case. So right now they're saying Aljo versus Sean O'Malley is the main event. Unconform- unconfirmed rumor. Um, don't hate it. Don't hate it. Um, yeah. I do think you can put Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor on that card as well and have that be the co-headliner. Can you put Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler as the main event with no belt on the line? Probably, and I'd buy it, but I think a lot of people would be pissed off about it. I don't think you can. I'm just going to yeah. say that. I don't think you can. I think that's against the the rules of the UFC. Conor McGregor in a co-main? Come on. Okay. Uh, the other fight unconfirmed is Cody Garbrandt versus Mario Batista. The only two fights currently unconfirmed on that. That's a good Q&A fight. Team. Yeah, That's a good scrap. So uh, we will be there where our seats will be are to be determined. I will be begging, crawling and all that to try to get into this event. Um, <laughs> Dale is not making the trip from Punchlist to CES, but he did say 292 is a possibility. Oh, is OK, a possibility. OK, OK. Well, if you're going to if you're going to make it for one, bro, that's that's the right one. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's all I got other than I'm seeing you tomorrow early. Um, So, I oh, think, yeah, dude, I think CES starts again. I, I shot a text message uh, on their sorry on their instagram account there i think the first fight's at eight i think the prelims start at eight and the main car starts at nine um so i believe the plan was for you to get over my house around noonish, and we're gonna drink beers and smoke a lot of meat on the traeger i got a pork belly i got a pork butt i got some ribs so um if you're going to ces and you happen to see someone in boston bruise bets gear don't be offended if they're completely fucking trash Oh, yeah, trashed, like, pork belly, like, smeared all over the cheek, like, just in, in real rough shape. I got to pick my car up tomorrow, dude. I gotta, I, gotta oh, here we, go. here we go. Here we go. Here we go now. I bought a big car today. I bought Man, a big car. Okay. So that's okay. that's going to delay me a bit. But, dude, oh, yeah, the beers, will be flowing. the beers will be flowing. The pork butt will be smoking. I'm excited for the pork belly because I've never tried smoking that before. And I know it's just a couple hours, but that's the, that's a delicious cut, man. So going back to your big car here, your big car. What, what time are you picking up your big car? Uh, twelve thirty. Oh Jesus Christ! Here we go. So you'll be at my house by what five? Uh, one thirty. Okay. One. The over under is set at one thirty. I'm taking the over. Uh, can I change it to two? <laughs> no, no, you cannot, sir. No, you cannot. <laughs> Whatever, man. It's gonna be hell of a day. Hell of a day, bro. Hell of a day. I'm banging out of work. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm done taking a PTO day. Uh, 
yeah, I'll be drinking early. So, you know, you show up when you want, sir. I cannot promise the condition I will be in when you show up. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're always in terrible condition, man. You're always, always. Thank you. All right. Um, I'm trying to get positive. You are positive. Any other final words? Uh, oh, man. What is there to say? Summer is almost here. And do you know what comes with the summertime? Heat, baby. Seven units is about to climb into double digits. And from there... Sky's the limit. Your, your boy, Joey, is on his way for the first time ever to plus 20 units. All right? And I will be there by summertime. You have my word. I love it. You got that big car energy, man. You got that big car energy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Stay positive, bro. Stay positive and see you tomorrow. All right, brother. Till next time.